This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a young woman returns home. Her mother won't leave her old room. Mommy kiss, kiss? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. It is the podcast going through every single episode of Tales from the Dark Side. We are watching it. We are reporting back to you. We're giving you all the sweet information. I am Jen Hansen. With me are my two best Matts, Matt Rose and Matt Nass. Hi, guys. Hey. How are you? Hello. Good. Doing good. Doing good. Great. Excited about this episode. Yeah, I dug this episode. I did, too. I really liked it. it, I, I don't think any of us were expecting... To actually like this episode. Yeah. And, Especially uh, following the ones that we've just watched. It's kind of been a rough stretch. It has, it has been a been. rough But I remember first season two, we had, there was a point first season where I was like, oh, is this podcast a good idea? Can we do continue to do this to ourselves? But we did. We powered through and it got it got good. And I feel like we're, we're picking up steam again. I like it. I like it a lot. Um. What was this episode? This episode was called The Shrine. I uh, took my best guess. Yes, as please to let me know what you uh, what you thought it was. I wrote that this is what I thought it was before watching the episode. A Roman cathedral has a devil shrine in it. Someone dies. Oh, I like that. Two Matt? words: cursed shrine. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually Economy wrote that of down. Words. I like two it. words, cursed shrine. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Four words for two words. Uh, mine was the shrine. The shrine circus is in town, and all the chimps are vampires. Gosh. You mean all the chimps are Draculas? Yes. Oh, all, all the chimps are Draculas. If all those chimps would have been Draculas, <laughs> that would have been a great episode. Right? That really would have been, because they all would have been, they would have been wearing capes. And they would have had like widow's peaks and stuff. That yeah. would have been the best. Yeah, they would have looked like like chimp scary count. <laughs> oh god, oh. that would have been great. I yeah. would have definitely watched that episode. <laughs> I would have liked it. Scary. I would have liked it more than this episode. But that's pretty much the only thing that would have that would have made this episode um, better. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not, but still. Jen, what was this episode about? Well, this episode was called The Shrine. It aired February 9th, 1986. Uh, Celia Matthews has turned her daughter Christine's bedroom into a shrine. But Christine didn't die. She merely suffered a nervous breakdown, has recovered, and is coming for a visit. But there's a new tenant. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. This episode starred uh, as Christine, the daughter, uh, Lorna Luft, daughter of Judy Garland, half-sister of Liza Minnelli. Oh, is the half-sister of Liza, yes. not yeah. Liza's daughter. Correct. Lorna Luft played Christine. Lorna Luft has done um, lots of bits here and there. She's... She's she's not... Say, she's no Liza, but she's lovely and she's great in this episode. Uh, Cecilia, the mother, uh, was played by Colleen Gray, uh, who's in uh, tons of movies, uh, lots of stuff with, uh, I believe, MGM from the 40s on, lots of TV shows. She died at age 92. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Virginia Keene uh, was uh, Chrissy, uh, the little girl. She was in uh, some 90s horror movies. Uh, Tony, the excitable, uh, the excitable Avon Spaz lady, from yeah. The street, yeah, uh, was played by Janet Wood. Uh, she was in lots of TV shows also. And in 1986, she played Marie in Vasectomy, a Delicate Matter. Okay. <laughs> it's a great movie. Oh, guys, have you watched Vasectomy, a Delicate Matter? Oh, a Delicate Matter? That's my favorite movie. It's a it's a classic. It's a classic. I put it right up there with that David Schwimmer plastic <laughs> surgery movie about <laughs> fake boobs. <laughs> this episode was written by Jewel Selbo. Uh, Jewel had yes. previously written Grandma's Last Wish, The False Prophet, and Comet Watch. Three stinkers. Three total stinkers. So somehow we got a good one. I mean, she Fourth was time the, is a charm. I yeah, guess. she was the the she did the the screenplay. So maybe the the source story was was better material. Uh, it was also uh, directed by Christopher T. Welsh, who is a Emmy winning um, ADR director. Okay. Um, he did uh, ADR for Frozen, The Fighter, Ace Ventura, Silver Linings oh, wow. Playbook. Italian job, arachnophobia, uh, and uh, he was the assistant ADR on Life of Brian. Holy, Holy crap. crap. Yeah. That's and, craziness. Yeah. Uh, for some uh, uh, cultural relevance uh, on SNL that night, we had uh, Ron Reagan was the guest. You're kidding me. No. Ron Reagan, and then the performers That's were- That's his son, right? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, his liberal son. Yeah, I was going to say his, his democratic son. Yeah. Uh, the musical guest was the Nelsons before they were Nelson, I guess. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, I found this on Wikipedia about them. This is interesting. Uh, during the 1980s, Matthew and Gunner played as strange agents and as the Nelsons with which they played the Los Angeles club scene a year after the death of their father, Ricky Nelson. Uh, a year after the death of their fla- father in a plane crash, Lauren Michaels agreed to have the Nelsons as a musical guest on Saturday Night Live at the request of their manager at the time. They became the first unsigned band to play on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there it is. Yeah. I had no idea. And now we all know. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> but did you know that man lives... In the sunlit world of what, what he, he believes, believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. A place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. A dark side. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that was good. The door to the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> And we are welcome to Stormy Window. <laughs> it is literally a dark and stormy night. And this this window looks so familiar to me because this kind of looks like the same window that they had in the season one classic. Painkiller? Painkiller. Yeah, I was thinking it felt like painkiller too. It could have been the same, could have been the same house. Um, so just it's pouring cats and dogs. During the uh, lightning strikes, they show the table that's in the kitchen area. And there's there's an older woman sleeping at it. Or dead. We don't know. Yeah. (laughs) 
Does anybody ever, you see that a lot in movies, people who have fallen asleep at the table waiting for someone to show up? Mm-hmm. I have never fallen asleep at a table. I've never done that either. I, I'm pretty sure that I've fallen asleep at a table. Couch, out cold. Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Lazy boy, oh, forget I'm done. about it. Yeah. Moving car, Oh yeah. baby. Table, not having it. No, it's not comfortable. No, I'm, I'm almost positive I've fallen asleep at a table. But at the same time, I... You know how like sometimes you'll you'll have a device like an iPad or a, a phone or whatever where the battery says, "Oh yeah, like I'm you know, I'm I'm going to last another 10 hours or whatever." Okay. Yeah. Um and then once it gets to that 10% mark, it's not at all 10% <laughs> and within 20 minutes you have a dead device. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, my being able to stay awake is kind of like that, where it's like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, I can stay up for hours more. And then it just gets to that one point, and I just smack my face right into the table, and I'm out like a light. So, <laughs> Just done. Done. Well, this lady was done, but through the driveway, you see the lights. Mm-hmm. There's a car pulling up. Yeah, I thought that was effective. Mm-hmm. Car pulls up. Uh, yep, you hear someone get out. Banging at the door. The ADR was perfect. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, sir. Mother? 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 But then you hear in the background a child's voice mm-hmm. also say mother. Real creepy. Mm-hmm. Real good. You know, I didn't pick up on that part. Yeah. The, I was too busy writing stuff down, I guess. The child's voice is there at the top of the episode because they show the stairs. Yes. Oh, oh so that's what... Because okay, the mother right. starts walking Mother starts walking towards the stairs away from the door where there is banging. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually uh, the daughter gets in, uh, the older daughter, Chris. Christine. Did you hear me, yeah, Christine? Chris. Mother, didn't you hear me? I was knocking. And... Introduce yourself to the most awkward mother-daughter exchange in Tales from the Dark Side history. This was like this was like a uh, like a Folgers commercial in the making. <laughs> <laughs> like they were not going to get together until somebody made coffee. <laughs> oh, um, hello, Christine. Hello, mother. You look well. It's been. A long Six time. Six years. You're wet everywhere. Ah, oh, let me get on my hands and knees immediately and clean this up. Yes, it's raining. I've made cookies, but they're cold now. Well, don't make tea. It makes me nervous. Well, we don't want that. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Mother? I need to... <laughs> God damn it. It, it is that tenuous. It is, yeah. It, it feels like you're You know walk- what it kind of felt like? It kind of felt like something that you would see um, during Sprockets, mm. where yeah. it, would, it would be in black and white, and everybody would be facing away from each other, but that's kind of the feeling that I got and then some from the stilted dialogue. From the yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you see ants on an old man's mm-hmm. face, yes. There definitely is a moment during this exchange that I'm like, it's so awkward, but it's like the cats in the cradle is what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. It was like, these 
these people have unfinished business. One thousand percent. And Chris does met Christine does mention uh, I got over my breakdown a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote breakdown and like put like lines around it and stuff because apparently yeah. this is one of the few times where they show a gun in the first act and then it's used in the third, mm-hmm. which you know there were what the hell. <laughs> there is a lot of great stuff happening in this episode. The The exposition that's happening here is sparse, mm-hmm. but it absolutely isn't... It, it felt organic to the story. Right. It isn't out of place. It isn't like... Well, it wasn't an exposition dump. We didn't have any exposition. Mm-hmm. They like just let the story unfold. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it Yeah. Instead of her walking in, it's like, Mother, where are you? We've been having so much trouble lately since my breakdown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> oh, mysterious wind. <laughs> this episode is fraught with mysterious mm-hmm. wind. There is though. a lot of it. There is a lot of it, but I am okay right. with the level of mysterious wind and frankly its usage. They had they the interplay between oh, wow, I'm jumping ahead. Let's uh let's go upstairs because boy am I tired, mother. Well, I've put you in the guest room. The guest room? But. <laughs> that was no, she said, but. <laughs> but she don't... puts her in the guest room. It's just uh, the, she's used Christine's old bedroom for, she oh, says, I use it storage. for storage. Yeah. And so they they walk past the guest room, and there's a little bit of lightning. She can see in the room. Nothing's changed. I thought you said you were using that for storage. I knit in there. Look, bitch. <laughs> I don't want you to go in the room. Could you back the fuck off, please? I haven't seen you in six years. So if you mind your own business for once. Are you sure it's your room? Because last time I checked, you crazy. <laughs> Mama got something else going on now, okay? Okay, Christine? Now go in that bedroom and get some good night's sleep. Mama love you. Mama <laughs> Mama kiss. Mama kiss. <laughs> Mama kiss head. Mama kiss kiss head. I like that it was this, just the nonsense thing that we both said. In this. Mama kiss. Mama kiss. <laughs> oh man. Wait, wait. Actually, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Was this the point at which? The window got blown open, or yes. did it get blown? Okay, okay. I couldn't remember if it happened a little bit before or a little bit after this. So, the, the window gets blown open. Um, mysterious wind. Yep. As previously mentioned, um, she is this where she gets up in the middle of the night, or was this the the next morning where she heard three blind mice? It so was, there's some music playing before she goes to bed. She thinks she hears something, and you right, right, see right. under the the crack under the door, right. you see you a see little it. bit of light, and yep, then yep. we go to an act break. So something's right. going on in that room. Right, and this is the weird part for me, is that they're using tape to film this. This is not on film. Mm-hmm. So it is so obvious that they just paused the tape that's playing. <laughs> When it when that light turns on, the light turns on and it's just like pause. Oh, I did Three not notice that. Three blind mice. Three <laughs> blind mice. And I'm like, why don't you just keep the camera going? Nope. Got to save that sweet tape. That light bulb had about ten more seconds left in it, and we need it for the next episode. 
Yeah, they didn't. They were like, they probably watched that uh, footage and they were like, Jesus, after this light turns on, this guy shakes the fuck out of this camera. <laughs> I was adding tension. I was showing it was scary. Ooh. Mysterious winds. I know how this show works. Hey, you, uh, you guys want anything? I, I'm just here to help. Okay, go ahead. Keep editing. But I'm, I'm right here to help. I'll, I'll be here if you need me. Yeah. Mama kiss. Mama kiss. <laughs> so the next morning, she wakes up. She walks past her old room, and she hears her mom talking to what sounds like a child. Yep. Yep. Um, she goes in the room. Uh, now, this was this was after her mom left, right? She goes in the room, and she's kind of looking around, and she's... I couldn't tell if she was frustrated or angry or, or what. Well, she caught her mom in the lie, mm-hmm. is what's mm-hmm. really going on. So instead of being a storage room, her room is a shrine, if you will. It, mm-hmm. is, it is perfectly intact from Christine's childhood. Exactly. Like, she, she still left... Got- Awards up, yearbooks, pom pictures. Her pennant from Township High. <laughs> Might as well have been generic high. City place, university. <laughs> I'm going to state this year. State what? <laughs> Don't know, doesn't matter. State college. <laughs> we hate those other guys. Couldn't get into state university, huh? <laughs> well, la di da. <laughs> so there's more mysterious wind. Christine is, yeah, having some confusing reactions to this, but you can see that, yeah, it definitely was her room. She confronts her mother. She says, "Why, why didn't you redo my room? Uh, you know, you're redoing the rest of the house." She said, "I, you know, I just, I just haven't gotten to it yet." Um, she says, you know, they start to have this conversation about whether or not there were voices in there, and we are interrupted by a knock at the door. Ooh, rap, Wait, tap, tap. I do want to say one thing. When she gives her excuse of what she was listening to, mm-hmm. I was listening to those plays on the public broadcasting system. Oh, yeah. I was just like, that is the worst excuse. <laughs> oh, the radio plays that happen when there's an emergency? <laughs> Uh, I was listening to its old old radio from a time ago um, that there were just when before before song music was happening, it was just people would just say paint pictures with words with words and they you would listen to them and then you would talk to the radio. Anyway, mama kiss. <laughs> mama drink. <laughs> so now there's a knock at the door. And at this point. I, I I am honestly thinking because we have not seen mm-hmm. anybody else in the room yet. Mm-hmm. Is the mother doing the voice? Is this a psycho yes. situation? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Or because Christine has had this breakdown, is it all in her head? Is she even there? right? Right. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah I was I, w- I was on the same page where I was trying to figure out exactly what was going on here. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say that this house has America's greatest hits when it comes to paintings on the wall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They were short of that old man at the table with the bread praying. You mean Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot Jesus. I'm always, I can tell you Jesus if you want. Like, if you forget any of their names, I, I can tell you any of the apostles or Jesus. He's praying with bread. No, it's, it's this old 
German picture. It's like a sad dude at a table. It's a German picture. We you don't have to tell us it's a sad dude, Matt. <laughs> it's right. a sad dude or a stern dude. That's that's He's basically a what sad, you get. Stern dude. <laughs> Are you talking about Whistler's mother? <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure am. Sure am. Wait, is the is the sad German dude right next to some water lilies? <laughs> Because you might be thinking of a different. <laughs> oh, you Wait. know what? You're right. It's a day in the park by Surratt. I... Okay, I just didn't know if it was the picture where the the German dude, like the bread, is just out of the picture, and he's on a bridge and he can't get to it, so he's going. Like, ah! I really want that bread. I really want that bread. <laughs> he's screaming. It's literally called Grace. <laughs> And it's this old dude praying by some bread. I have never seen that picture You've in my life. You've never seen this picture? No, I have. They, I, If they would have called it like homeless guy, I would have looked at that. Or like soup kitchen or something. That would that would make more sense. Do you but change whatever. all your, you, you select all your art just by the name? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, us Protestants loved grace. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty Catholics. <laughs> Put a little gold on that and get back to me. <laughs> Where's the pomp? Where's the circumstance? His dress seems a little short. <laughs> Plaid. Was that the whore of Babylon? <laughs> Plaid, save it for the girl's skirts. <laughs> um, by the way, these outfits that these women are wearing are fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, 1,000%. They are 80s gold. At mm-hmm, one point mm-hmm. I write, oh, it's a real Karate Kid's mom outfit. <laughs> it is. It's very drapey. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like that, it's it's like a caftan kind of top. I was like, hoping it's, it's the kind of thing that his mom wore when he goes and visits her at the restaurant. Yes. And she's talking about computers. Yes. yes. And then he looks across the street and... The Cobra Kai see him, mm-hmm. but yep. he doesn't see them because he's talking about Judy. Oh no, the, she beats Judy, Ma. Whatever, like yeah. <laughs> that scene. In there, other words, there is a moment when when Christine first walks in, she is wearing heels, and I was hoping that it was like exactly that outfit where it's like that big flowy skirt mm-hmm. dress and um and the boots that were like eighties. Women's boots, the they, slouchy ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, "Is it that outfit?" And it was not. She was wearing slacks. Mm. Guys, I had fantasies. <laughs> I'm wearing slacks. Oh God, yes. Boing. Well, let's. My captain goes for miles. Velcro undoing. This exposition from Tony the neighbor is fucking bonkers. She comes in like uh like Tony Basil in the uh the Mickey video. Mickey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she, she does might as she well bounds be in. Cartwheeling in. Yeah, she she's like uh my favorite line and I think we all have it. Yep. Uh we didn't we didn't practice this, but let's see if we oh, can God, say the I I can't remember the line exactly. Okay. Then do you have it? Mm-hmm. One Two, three. Didn't, Didn't we, we have, have fun, fun being cheerleaders? cheerleaders? <laughs> and she's so apropos of nothing. nothing. 
nothing. They're sitting there talking about the old neighborhood or something, and but they're talking about it in like a regular tone of voice, like you mm -hmm. would have when you're talking to someone. And then she screams, "Didn't we have fun being cheerleaders?" Well, and didn't she like reach out and grab her too, or something? I thought she grabbed her and said it, but. I could be wrong. She might have. I can't remember. <laughs> I was she, so taken aback by... Then she's like, left side. Yeah. Right side. Strike hard. We win tonight. Drunk. Go, go <laughs> high school. Go, go, go township. township high. Yeah. T is for the township, and that is where we live. <laughs> o is for... Oh, it's a township where we live. <laughs> w is for we. Townships are great. N is for not a city, it's a township. <laughs> it's a township in your state. Just I like I like to cheer and learn. <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, Christine's brother's coming over tonight, guys. Chuck. Chuck. I've never known a good Chuck. I knew I knew we knew we it. Knew we, knew it. we knew a good Chuck. Charlie's. He was the good twin, though. His brother was evil. But okay. <laughs> but uh, they he comes over. Sh chocolate cake time. Chocolate, that chocolate cake looked chocolate legit. chocolate cake. It looked, looked, yeah, it looked and she was good. giving everybody slices that were like a quarter of the cake. Oh yeah, yeah they were big slices. Oh, that's a it, those slice. were those were eighty slices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. God, when you didn't have to worry about cholesterol. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Let's just have cake. When I dinner. was when I was eleven, yeah, no, I definitely remember that. Yeah, um, she's wearing an eighty sweater times a million. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, they have a conversation about how mom's doing, and then Chuck decides just to have a tickle fight with her. Yeah, that was, that was weird. so weird. Where she like she was she was kind of mad, and then <clears throat> it just kind of came out of nowhere of it's time for tickle fight and then she was just like oh, oh you and then like they hug and i just wrote god of uh, what was it a uh, weird relationship cuz that i mean i have my sister has never gotten mad at me and like fold her arms and then i was just like want to know what'll solve this tickling yeah no cuz my sister would punch me in the face <laughs> I don't remember ever tickling my brother, but if I did, I'm sure it was like while I had his like his arms pinned down and I was just oh, tickling him until he peed. Oh, no, that's a that's a much different tickling. Right. My brother and sister would do that to my feet. One of them would sit on me and the other would tickle my feet while I convulsed and screamed and they would have a jolly old time. Yeah. They loved it. Right. But if like you were to tickle me right now, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> It's pretty good though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an important detail that Tony uh, gave that we forgot to mention is that the she's now living back home with her mom and dad. And mm -hmm. remember how I could see your room, Christine? Well, I see your, your room. Your mom still. is in there. All your the mom time. is in there all the time. That light is on late at night. Fat, 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 but away. <laughs> well, this is where the episode. Yeah, she's <laughs> fappy. <laughs> She's just, she hits that clam <laughs> so goddamn hard. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know. She's just polishing the bishop. <laughs> she just, <laughs> she's just knuckling down. 
and it takes forever. She is not good at this. No economy of jerking off for that mom. <laughs> Dry is an overdone roast. It hurts, but I still need to come. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> Dry is an overdone roast. <laughs> Someone else said that. <laughs> I think Matt said that. <laughs> Christine says to her brother, um, in between tickle fight, uh, "Mom never forgave me for my breakdown. Uh, she she hasn't she." She hasn't forgiven me uh, for, I'm not married, I don't have kids, I don't have a big house. She hasn't accomplished anything, and her mother has never forgiven her for this. Hey, you know what? Let me tickle you for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But this is where the episode, so that scene ends, and this is where the episode really turns it on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the next scene is her going into this bedroom after her mom leaves. So they're downstairs. And the mom's like, are you sure you don't want to come with me to the store? And she's like, nah, 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 nah. I got I to gotta stay here and I'm tired. And yeah. the mom leaves and just like all kids immediately runs to what she wants to do. Yep. Which is go into her room. Wait, no. I, I, I think you missed the act break, didn't you? Where's the act break? Well, the act break is she wakes up in the middle of the night. And she walks out into the hallway, and that's when she that's hears right. she hears her mom oh, shit, talking to the right. little girl, and she slowly opens the door and peeks in, and there's an actual little, little girl. girl in the room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, she was brushing the daughter's hair. Yep. And then it's an act break, and then yes. it's the next morning. And then it's the next morning where, yeah, it, it would be like when you're a little kid, and your parents are like, you can come with us. To wherever we're going, and you're like, no, you know, I think I'm not feeling that great. I think I'm just gonna stay home. Just gonna and lay then, on the couch. And then, like, you run over to your window and you wait for them to pull down the street and like go around the corner. And then it's like <laughs> time to go. Yeah, time to go look at Playboys. They are these nudie books. Yeah, got a real nudie book thing going. Nudie book. You gotta get a nudie. But book. I, but Was I that just to like a National Geographic? A girly mag. <laughs> I just like the this the thing that makes me sad for myself is that like I wanted to try to be kind of sophisticated, so I would also read the articles. <laughs> oh, where it would be that like that is interesting. Huh. They Nixon finally comes clean. Like okay. <laughs> But it wouldn't be comes clean in, in a penthouse sense because I was reading Playboy. It would right. actually be an actual interview, but because to come clean in penthouse means you got real dirty. <laughs> what was that? Let's not find out. <laughs> Some sort of sound effect. I don't. I don't. She know. walks into this room, yep. her room. Thank you. And there is a bear there that has the evilest <laughs> eyebrows. Well, that so is the I was going to make a bear. What is happening with that bear? This is a, a half-human-sized stuffed bear with angry, furrowed eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Where was that bear during uh, uh, Ursa Minor? Oh, they that's a good the question. They had the snuggle bear, but you can get this this creepy bear for this? Hmm. Well, I think I think for Ursa Minor, though, the... 
that was part of what threw you off from the bear's scent, so to speak, is that it was a tiny little bear. How is it doing all of these things? Mm. Whereas this bear just sits in the corner. <laughs> mm. I don't know, man. Mary. What? <laughs> Jackie, you're back. <laughs> yeah. Well, Christine is tossing this room hard. And she says out loud, like, I know you're in here. I know that you exist. Show yourself. And you know they spent a lot of money on this bear and the, the, the dressing for this room because they could only afford one drum for the soundtrack. <laughs> Just the sounds in this, this yeah, scene. Yeah, I actually wrote weird sounds. Bang, bang, bang. Because like bang, someone bang, would hit bang. like uh um two pots together. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, uh symbol uh, snare. I am not doing good on words today. Um, when you were really bad at band, they gave you the triangle. Um, no vibra slap. No, it was it was like round and it had the bell symbols. Symbols. Well, not symbols. No, but it had little like god damn Maraca? it. Maraca. No, it it was. <laughs> We are pass, now bur- pass, pass, pass. <laughs> I said vibra slap. I mean, I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, all right, here we go. What is this instrument? Like, when you were really bad in band and all you could do was hit your palm with something. Okay. It was, it was. The like, wood thing? Well, it was, it was round. A tambourine? Tambourine, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, mister. Guy who's not good at band. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the show. <laughs> Guys, do you remember when we were destroyed by a tambourine? <laughs> remember tambourine brought this podcast oh, down? Oh, God, remember when tambourine broke us? Uh, all right, all right. Let's just get it together. We're all almost right. done. Yeah. We are. We're in, the, we're in the third act. For a good episode, I feel like we're doing a terrible job. <laughs> and by we, I mean me. No, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. Let me placate you immediately because nothing can ever be wrong for me. <laughs> Guys, we're doing fantastic. Christine is shouting, who are you? You know, this is my room. This is my mother. Uh, she belongs to me and I will leave. I will leave and I will take her with me. Mm-hmm. And this makes the little the little kid manifest. Right. Mm-hmm. And this worked. Like, I straight up got that weird, chilly feeling in the... Mm -hmm. Because when she talks for the first time, it was pretty chilling. I thought it worked really, Mm -hmm. really well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Normally, at this point in an episode, you throw your notebook up in the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then say, this show. And this time, you actually said, that worked. Yeah. Totally worked. Thrills slash chills. So the little girl um, starts rocking back and forth in her chair. Uh, It looks fairly subdued. Just sitting there, very matter of fact. Yep. No, you can't have her. She's mine. Um, she and now this is this was the part that actually creeped me out was <coughs> when she said that she called to her. Right. 
when she said, oh, I heard your mother, she called to me, which to me indicated this is a demon. <laughs> and right. Like she heard the mother calling, sensed the desperation, and then just latched on. So that that is the that is my question is who is this girl? Is it Christine? Is it a version of Christine as a child? Is it the mother's the mother's projection projection of, of what her child was? I think I, I I think that it's the projection or at least if it um if this is where you wanted to go with that, right? So it, I, I think that it's more of a projection um, of the guilt the mother felt mm. about her daughter having the breakdown and kind of like nostalgia that you have for how things were. Okay. You know, so uh, uh, undoubtedly a parent is going to have nostalgia for what it was like when their children were little. Right. Right. Just like... You know, I have nostalgia for the way things were when I was a little kid, when in fact, like I hated a lot of right. things from when I was a little sure. kid. Um, but you look back on it now and, you know, with distance, it doesn't seem as painful. If my mother could figure out a way to do this, she 100% would be doing this right now. Mm. My mother would love, love nothing more than for me to be a child and stay with her all the time. Well, when my sister had to move back um, to this area uh, a couple years ago, um, she stayed with my parents while she was saving up okay. to buy her own house. Um, and so uh, Tony, um, the delivery girl from across the street, mm-hmm. um, when she brought up that she had to move back in with mom and dad, yes, um, that, like, that kind of was one of the things that made the episode um, a little... M- I'm not sure how to say it. Grounded the episode a little bit more for me. Well, that's um, a real thing that somebody would come back to do. That I mean, that made yeah. sense in the scope of conversation. These were just basic conversations that, mm-hmm. yeah, you could get. You could get on board with, unlike some of the nonsense we normally get. Yeah, everything in, in this Hello, episode, young persons. Right. <laughs> everything in this particular episode, besides the supernatural stuff that we're getting into right now, was fairly grounded and really tied together well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going with this. Christine is much more of an, an the mother's desire for the child to stay young, mm-hmm. and that she is refusing to let go of that. And in not letting go of that, the child has all the power, and the mother has none of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and also now we kind of have to think about this: of is um, young Christine. The mother's projection, or is young Christine Christine's projection of what she thinks her mother wants, mm. or what her mother idealizes, and that's because remember she's talking about how I'm not married, I don't have a great job, I don't have a big house, you know, I don't have all these things that my mother expected me to have, and now I just feel like. I'm a failure and she hates me for this. So is this little Christine, um, her projection of guilt for not meeting her mother's expectations. And that kind of, um, comes from her breakdown, which I can only assume was six years ago. Cause she hasn't been home in six years. Uh, but is that, yeah, we never find out why Christine is back there. Why Chris comes, mm-hmm. comes home. 
and why it's taken six years right. and why there's that that awkwardness. I mean, we know that was there was a man out of... in between right. in that time, but that's about all we know. And that and that she got over the breakdown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that she's been working on that. That's a that's a really great. I have to give it to this episode of Tales because it's pretty heady stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For an episode that usually would be like, oh, we have a dump shoot over there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not making enough organic waste. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, this guy dreams that you're in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like, ah, no, the manifestation of your idealized child stays with you and uh, actually helps you not Look to- at my big clown shoes. <laughs> Uh, if a joke is a joke, and I can't be no joke, because when who's who's the guy oh, with pers- purple balls for a head? Oh, uh, the impressionist. Yeah. Oh, it was what was the the alien's name? Oh shit, I don't remember what. It was something. It was it was something that was repeated, wasn't it? Like muck muck or yeah, some dumb right. shit like that. I ugh, it was terrible. It was it was. Terrible. So now, okay. So now, um, Christine is in the room. Her mother is in there with little Chrissy, mm-hmm. um, and Chris, old older Christine, old Christine, new adventures of old Christine, is shouting at her mother, "Mom, look at me! Look at me! You know, I'm I'm right here." And mom just keeps on knitting and interacting with this this ghost version, baby Chrissy. And baby Chrissy is telling her, you know, she's all mine. You've stayed away too long. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, we're going to be together forever. You're not here anymore. This is this is really half gosh. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, this is really crazy because number one, they're singing Frere Jacques mm-hmm. over and over and over, over and over again. So that's horribly annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. But her mo- the woman who plays the mother, is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, re- she's sh- lights on, no one's home. Yeah, right. She's doing a great job. She's, it's really working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just wrote like, number one, the, the the little girl that they had play for a minute. I was like, is this a boy in a wig? I situation? also thought the same thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like <laughs> she had she had a heavy brow. Yeah. A heavy brow and angular face. But she was just young, I think. Yeah. And then uh, I wrote uh, that Christine was basically doing an, I am a man. <laughs> and then I wrote, it's a freak out. Just, yeah. yeah. I, I, I put in that she uh, that she just started to break shit. And uh, I just wrote down, you know, some of her dialogue. Because it's like, I'm not things. I'm a real person. Um and she just starts to become really unhinged. Um, you know, uh, you stayed away too long, blah, blah. Or that was what uh, little Chris says, mm-hmm. I think, is yep. you stayed away too long. She's mine now. Yep. Which, again, is kind of like that memory of what people were instead of the truth of what they are. Mm-hmm. But this really cool moment happens when Christine kind of just drops all of her defenses and is like, Mom, I need you. And that's what shakes her mom out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because she she basically had two choices. 
it was go further into having another breakdown or well i guess vulnerability like let her mother really. in, yeah. yeah yeah so that was the one that she chose and it shakes her mother out and so her mother stops singing for Jaka and, and stops knitting and looks at her then we have a real weird science moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they reach out, they touch hands, and then it's like white light. White light. Uh, well, and you see, baby you see, Christine you screams. Yeah, you see little Chris scream, and then she's holding her mother in her arms. Her mom's adult out. Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Christine uh, is is holding her mother, uh, and her mother um, is kind of, I guess, slack jawed. Out mm-hmm. like a light. Could be you dead. Don't, yeah, yeah, you don't know Could if she's dead. dead or alive. And um, this is where she she says, you know, please don't leave me. Mm-hmm. And the mother opens her eyes and says, I'm here. <laughs> and roll credits. Yeah. Could have. So, yeah, nice little ep. What I, what I have to ask... You two, is her mother really back? Or did Chris now take the place of the mother in this idealized fantasy? Mm. Because now Christine is the one calling out to the void, right? She's the one who's saying, Mom, please don't leave. Mom, I need you. Mm. She's the one who drops all her defenses. And that's when she's most open to Chris. Yeah, it's it's tough not talking, not not really explaining much about Christine's breakdown because I mean, this whole thing could still just be in her head in the psych hospital, mm-hmm. right? It the- could be, or it. I mean, this this ending. You're right. It, it could be breakdown number two, right? Mm-hmm. This could also be meant to be taken literally that there really is something that is taking up residence in that that room the shrine right 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 but i'm here's why i don't think that the truth is because this show doesn't have that much subtlety Mm -hmm. that they couldn't have helped themselves from doing a rack focus to the mother's face oh right 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 where she opens her eyes and i don't know the have flames. <laughs> or, or, or you hear little Christine going like, Frerisha. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a good point. But I wanted to give the show, I guess, a little more credit um, because this was an enjoyable episode. Yeah. And I wanted to, I, I guess, project my own a little bit onto it and yeah. say, could this have been... Um, you know, just a little bit more behind it. I could, you know, I mean, this obviously could just be me. I just wanted to see what you two thought about that and to see if maybe this was the start of her becoming as unhinged as her mother was. Could be. I uh, I, say I did not come to that. I did not come to that either. But it's not imp- <laughs> it's not implausible. In in fact, it it does very much follow with the the arc that they were putting into the show. So, for for a second, 
um, when you weren't sure if the mother was dead or not. I thought we were going to run into kind of a pet cemetery situation mm. where it cuts then after the funeral to her having a shrine to her mother. That would have been cool. That would have been great. Ooh, that's a nice writer's room. Yeah. I think I honestly think they went with a happier, happily ever after mm-hmm. vibe. They were like, mm-hmm. you know what? We landed this episode. We're good. What is it saying about mental illness, though, that that you have to make it up to your family because you had a breakdown? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that part. Yeah. All, oh, it's but. just the truth. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You sick fucks. I mean. <laughs> I'm over here, healthy as a horse, totally sane. <laughs> you nut jobs. <laughs> well, I guess in the 80s, I mean, it was not... It was a lot different. It was we a lot different. don't it talk was, about this. Yes, yeah. We're just going to shove this in a little bag called repression. We're yeah, just going to put it in a bedroom and talk to an imaginary uh, child. Where's your mother? Oh, she's staying at the spa. She's been at the spa for two years. Right. Fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, uh, scale of one to ten, how many township high pennants do you give this episode? I gave it seven and a half. I gave it eight. I give it seven. I would absolutely recommend watching this episode. I, I, I. This would be an episode that I actually recommended. If someone said, "Hey, what's a good episode of Tales from the Dark Side?" I'd be like, "You know what? The Shrine's a pretty good one. The Shrine's a yeah, pretty I would, good I would one. call this a good episode." Yeah, watch and that. It was the first episode in a long time to give me any kind of like physical reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So good on you, the shrine. Yeah, nice work. Yeah. Good job. Yay. All right. Take it away, Matt. You want to close it out? I'll close it out yeah. for sure. Um, you can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram. Feel free to send us an email at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Or if you like Twitter, we're on there at tftdspod. And we will happily tweet with you. We, ladies and gentlemen, are coming right up, right up to Old Hollow's Eve. Yes, queen. Yes. And we're about to make a sweet ass announcement. <gasps> Is this an official announcement, Matt? Let's make it an official oh, boy. Sweet. announcement. All right. All right, here we go. I'm pulling this out and might have to edit it down <laughs> to make sure <laughs> that it's just not uh, us being quiet. We are doing a live show at Go Comedy Improv Theater October 26th at 9.30 p.m. We will be watching the first episode of season three, The Circus. We will be there in person, have prizes, have surprises. My goodness, we would love to see you there. Go to gocomedy.net for more information or just hit us up at TFTDSPod on Twitter or Facebook.com slash T from the dark side. Uh, we really hope to see you there. We think it'll be a really, really, really good time. Jen will be there, Matt will be there, and I'll be there. And now back to the show. Slasher, Dave does our theme song. And he does a hell of a job. And we job. love it. And love it. Um, I'm hoping that this episode, you get to see our brand new cover that Mark Rudolph is working on. Oh, Sweet. it is. Guys, it's really good. Oh, my really God. Cool. I'm so excited. It's really cool. I'm excited, too. Yeah.
let's just talk about the fourth member of the show for a second here, <laughs> Sean Cloran. Can we can yes. we talk about him? Oh, I think we can. Shawnee boy. Sean is the fourth member of this show. Uh, he doesn't know it, but <laughs> he knows it now. Uh, whenever we pose a question about Tales from the Dark Side, he hits the pavement. He opens the books. He does the research. He answers the questions that we refused to do research on. Yeah. <laughs> and when we posed, how much money did they have to film these? He found out. Yeah, he did. He found out that the average budget was around $100,000. For the first for the first season. For the first season, which seems astronomical to me. Yeah, it seems to me that where did the money go? Oh, for I would those think episodes? that's low, guys. One, even in eighty, even even in uh, yeah, but they money? were but they were non-union people working on the show. Were they? Yeah, yeah. that's what oh, he okay. said. Yeah, that was one of the things that he said is that they they used non-union people. Um, they only shot in two locations. Yeah, there was an East Coast location and a West, and a West Coast, Coast location, location so that they could film simultaneously. Hmm. So our theory of them having one camera is untrue. They had, they had two, two cameras. <laughs> they had two cameras. <laughs> and uh, the the only one tape, also untrue. Two tapes. Two tapes. We should go back and we should try to figure out which episodes were East Coast and which ones were West Coast. Um, tier, uh, The Tear Collector, definitely an East Coast. Yeah. Uh, because the neighborhoods, oh, the neighborhoods, yes, yeah. yeah, the neighborhoods look like they are East Coast. All a clone on the telephone and Gin No Chaser, West Coast. Yes, yeah, I'll go along with that. Um, uh, also, um, the the interpreter, I would say, was probably also a West Coast mm. because they do show some stuff outside, right? But to me, it looked, <laughs> it looked, I, I, I can't explain it. You would just have to. The, the ending, to me, it struck me as a West Coast location. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so thank you so much, Sean. Um, you know what? This week, if everybody could do us a favor. Try to enjoy the tale. Just try to enjoy the tale. Just try to enjoy the tale. Also, I just the bread. Rye bread. English muffins. Kiss, kiss. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.